Thank you very much for staying here with us on the Joy News Channel. My name is Nathaniel Atta, and I'm glad to welcome you to this special edition as we have a very critical conversation ahead of the November elections for the Ghana Football Association. Now, this guest of mine is one who has functioned within the football space on different spheres. When it comes to the supporters' front, he has led Accra Hearts Vokes National Chapters Committee as its chairperson. Away from that, he's risen to the highest height in terms of administration, serving as CEO of the same club. Away from that as well, he has played a very critical role in the marketing communications space when it comes to sport. I'm talking about that very historic sponsorship that was landed for the Black Stars with Goldfields shaping the dream of qualifying for the FIFA World Cup. Away from that as well, he has also served as a... FIFA Instructor Marketing, where he has gone to various football markets on the continent to improve and build the capacity of persons who are functioning within the football space. Currently, he's a sports administration professional. And he's got thoughts, especially considering the fact that during his journey, he also stood or put himself up for the presidency of the Ghana Football Association. This afternoon, on this special edition, as we go to the top of the R3PM, we're getting close to Neil Armstrong Motagbe, who has some thoughts, especially because of the developments within the football space over the past few weeks as we build up to this very critical election that will look at the leadership of, or what would determine the leadership of the Ghana Football Association for the next four years. Neil, thank you so much for your time. Thank it's you. Wonderful thank having you. you. Nice, nice, nice being here. Yeah. Look. It's been a very dramatic few weeks when it comes to the run-up to the Ghana FA elections. Now, you also had a similar case. That is because you were disqualified on certain grounds, which makes it similar to what is happening now. Take us back to that story. Well, it was the, the year was 2011, and uh, thanks for having me to share a little bit of my experience. You know, today I can smile about it, but it certainly wasn't pleasant, so... I can understand in what you say uh, there's been some drama around uh, the FA elections, but if you cast your mind back to the fact that this is 2011, 12 years ago, I, if my memory serves me right, I was probably together with uh, my friend and brother, Vincent Soodote, uh, probably, if not the first two, one of the very early ones to taste uh, the bitter pill of disqualification. Um, uh, you know, the experience was not pleasant at the time. Um, still evoked some unpleasant memories, but for me, it was more of the lessons learned. And for me, every experience that I go through, it's, it's not too much about how I feel. In, in the moment, you feel some, some, some emotion. But beyond the emotion you feel, what lessons are there to learn? Um, before I put myself forward to stand for FA president, I had been approached by a number of the clubs, um, Club representatives had called and had meetings with me and said, Neil, we think that uh, given your contribution to uh, the football space at the time, you should put yourself forward to stand against your, your, your friend, uh, Mr. Nyantechi. Uh, I pondered over it a little bit. Uh, and because of the weight of some of the personalities who approached me, I felt that there was a credible uh, enterprise that I should engage myself in. And so went through... Uh, I don't know whether you attended it, but maybe somebody, I'm sure somebody from Multimedia attended the, the launch of my campaign at the International Press Center uh, near the British High Commission, um, launched in a big way uh, with a manifesto, with all the branding and the glitz that you could, you could imagine. 
only for me to when it came to the actual work of getting my nomination endorsed i then realized that this enterprise was not too much about glitz it wasn't too much about flash it wasn't too much about making public statements it was very much about understanding what was on the ground and although i had been approached by persons who were delegates to the congress who gave me the vim and the belief that this was a project that i could embark on successfully when it came to time for them to uh, sign my forms and mind you at that time you needed to get 10 uh, members to nominate you. This time around, I think it's five. But at that time, it was 10. But it was a very, very uh, difficult task and experience. People who had come to me saying, Neil, go ahead. We'll, we, we, we are with you. We will sponsor you. We are supporting you. I wasn't finding anybody. So the first lesson to be learned from the political experience within sport is do not trust not, those with the electoral power. Always, is that it? For me, it's not about do not trust them. It's about uh, test the waters. Test the ground well. Don't just believe. So you hadn't you, tested the ground? No. I will admit it clearly that for me, it was maybe a bit of naivety. All right? And belief in the, word that I was, the words that I was being told. The, the impression that I was being given. Okay? I also had a belief at the time, a view at the time that I had been very instrumental in supporting Mr. Nyantechi at the time in his role as FA president from around 2005 going to 2006. The sponsorship you mentioned about Goldfields, which we engineered through EXP, uh, was at his time. That's after Nyahota Maklo had gone off and the, 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 the FA system now moved from what it had been, where the government would bring two personalities. You have a management committee. It now came into an elective system. So we'd be very supportive. I'd be very supportive. And I did a lot of work with uh, Kwesi. So my submission to friends around us was we had gone to the World Cup in 2006 on the back of the Goldfield sponsorship and repeated the feat in 2010, all under the leadership of Mr. Nantich. And I felt that, you know, when we were growing up, we had some of these uh, idiomatic expressions. And one of them was, Go out in a blaze of glory. There's even a song, I think, sung by Kenny Rogers, Let's Go Out in a Blaze of Glory. So my submission to my friends at the time was, we've gone to the World Cup 2006, we've gone to 2010, and Ghana was a penalty kick away from being the first African nation to enter the semifinals. I felt that my brother had gotten to a point or to, I would call it a zenith, as it were, of Ghana, uh, taking Ghana football to its highest ever level. Go out in a blaze of glory. It, maybe I didn't articulate it strongly enough. Maybe it sounded like I was playing or I was joking. Because did, I, you, did you have conversations with Nyantechi about Directly? This? Yes. No, no, I didn't. You didn't? No, no, I didn't. Tell me about the element of uh, goodwill as well. Um, goodwill in the sense that this is an administration you had worked for. Your private firm, uh, you know, Krypton Sport. No, at the time I was doing EXP. EXP, yeah, okay. Yeah. So... Yeah. But you had done, you'd, you'd even I've done, done consultancy, done private consultancy for, yes. for the FA. You had done work with the FA. Yes. So it was more like you just turning around and, and, and saying, my, my, my friends are not the option anymore. That's not a show of good faith. No, if, that, that's why I started by saying that let's go out in a blaze of glory. You've gotten to a certain point by the help of myself and others. All right, you're already climbing up in calf. But it's a different conversation when, when it's friends within football. It's a different conversation. 
There's, there's issues of loyalty. There's issues of... You granted, know. granted all that. But yeah. at the time, I put myself forward to stand for FA president. Yeah. I wasn't within the inner circles of Mr. Nyantich anymore. Okay? And that's why I felt that, given where we'd got into, it was, it, was, it was time for him to move on. If I were him, which is what I told Jordan and Agla, who was also close with, with May us. God bless May his God soul. God bless his, his, rest his soul. Was, we've gotten to this point. Okay? And you are climbing in calf. Move on to the calf ladder, calf ladder. And what I saw to Joe again, God rest his soul, was nominate anyone around you as your successor. Because the longer you stay there, the, 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 the more likely you might get into a certain spot where people might feel you are trying to unduly self-perpetuate your, 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 your reign over Ghana football. That, for me, was the, was the mind with which I went in there. And granted, that's a question that I speak to. No, I didn't speak with him. But I did speak to people around. And beyond speaking to people was people who had also been around us, working with us, were the ones who came to me. Okay, it wasn't like I sat down, knocked my thigh, and said, okay, Neil, it's about time. Because... No, people had, I mean, I wouldn't just get up on my own volition and say I'm standing here for president. Nobody does that. Mm. You want to draw some energy from people who have a stake in the game, who have, a, well. who have skin in the game. So that's basically the premise on which I put myself Forward. For, for, for this one. Yes. So you put yourself forward based on the stimulus you got around you from persons of yes. influence within the football space. Absolutely. That was done. You got your disappointment. Yes. And then what happened after that? Now, I'm interested in the relationship between yourself and Kwesi after that. Because Kwesi had moved beyond having his, 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 his claws sunk in the space of Ghana football. But now he had become... An African and a global figure. Yeah. So be, the be, relationship with him after that. Oh, afterwards, obviously, in the heat of the moment, it wouldn't be. It would be a bit frosty. But afterwards, for me, I just felt, look, like I was saying earlier, it's about the lessons you learn. Okay. And for me, the biggest lesson, that the ground. If the ground is not good, it's not good. You need to study the ground. You need to, and studying the ground is is. It's not as simple as just saying it in English. What is it? Is it, is it's it, about, is it relationships? Is it money? What is it? It's, it's, for me, it's heavily relationships. Because anybody can get money. It has nothing to do with money? Say anybody, I mean, Nat, you could get money, I could get money. Okay? I could give what, the, you could give the peop, somebody 5,000, give another person 5,000. So who does he vote for? This is beyond money. It is beyond money. It's about the relationships that you have built over time. Okay, I hadn't built those relationships enough. Simple truth. And so thinking that I was riding on the back of, hey, Gofields, Black Stars, these, and all the, the, the people around, I put myself in there. And when, it came, when, when it came to the nomination, I'll talk about the nominations. That's why I led the biggest lesson. With fall appliance savings at the Home Depot, we'll get your kitchen clicking. With new Samsung refrigerators with extra large capacities, or dishwashers with space-saving solutions that can fit so much, you won't need the kitchen sink. Plus, with convenient shopping in-store and online, your savings are just a click away. Get up to $2,000 off select kitchen bundles. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Pricing valid September 28th through October 18th. Gas range extra U.S. only. See store online for details. And now, a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive. 
And today, expect mostly sunny conditions with a high on life that can only come from cruising down the road on two wheels. Kids will wave, dogs will bark, and cyclists in padded shorts will instantly regret their chosen mode of transportation. Whereas you, on the other hand, will look super-duper cool. Back to you in the studio. This has been a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive, where every day's a beautiful day to ride with coverage from America's number one motorcycle insurer. Get a quote today and see what you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. It's not public grounds. And I say the grounds because there are times when the grounds look good. But you need to know, you yourself, deep within yourself, you should know what work you've done. You should know whether or not you are that tight with the people. You should know whether you have traction with them. Over the last three, four, five, six, seven, eight years, what have you done with them? Has there been any time where they approached you for some form of professional advice that you said, oh, I'm giving you pro bono, or for everything you do, you want coin or you want money? As an example, have you seen anybody going in an errant way and called him up and just said, bro, I saw you on TV, I heard you saying this on radio, I think if you did it this way, it might be better. That's part of building relationships. Certain soft things. Look, for some people, it's as simple as every year you wish them happy birthday. It might sound simple, but it's about relationship. The things that build relationship, any relationship, anything that builds relationship, you must be, have done it consistently. You must have shown a genuine desire and a genuine caring for the people. It's not lip service. If you haven't done that, with some of the people, you can actually, maybe it's a funeral, or a new birth, or a wedding, or something in the family. We, this is our culture I'm talking about. If you've not done that consistently over time, and you think just by reason of the fact that you can put together a manifesto, and put together a campaign team, and announce to the world that I, Neil Armstrong, I'm putting myself forward for every president, you get burned. And the day you understand that you get burned is when you need people to sign your nomination form. For me, that was the biggest thing about the grounds. It was then that I realized that even people, not who had called me, who had given me VIN, who had pushed me, Neil, go, 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 even they were shying away from signing their nomination forms. You call them on phone. I sat at the FA, the, the, close to the FA secretariat, parked under a tree on the last day for submitting the nominations and called people who had said, Neil, go. Neil, we are coming. We are on our way. And I started from 12 noon. I started earlier on. I mean, the days leading up, I just felt, oh, once I had gotten assurances from these guys, they wouldn't fail me. Not. The truth of the matter is that they failed me. And that's why I say it's more about the grounds. Did that break your resolve 300% or fully for putting yourself up again? Because since then, I haven't heard you make any comments about wanting to put yourself up again. It didn't break, my, that, it didn't break my results. What, what was it that took your attention away from vying for the presidency of the Ghana FA? I decided that I needed to build the kind of traction I, I spoke about. And so I started building that traction. And that's why you wouldn't see me putting myself forward for any Because for me, traction is built over time. I also had other pursuits I was pursuing at the time. And then later on also went to, 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 into a further course of study. So and the thing, you, you need to be focused on, on, on this, this group of people. Otherwise, you'll slip. So for me, rather than dissipate my energies doing two, three, four things at the same time, I said, let me focus on some of these other things and still remain relevant to the people. And how do you remain relevant? Only we need some sponsorship. Oh, I'll do a proposal for you. But if you proposal, I speak guns more. So, so you, we all do. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so those little bits I've just spoken about, getting... And, and, and dear to them. Not because I, I think I must be FA president by all means, but I believe I have a contribution to make. 
Whether it's FA president or not, it's not too much of the matter. At the time, I felt that was what it was. But going, I mean, going further down the line, you find that you can still make a contribution whether or not you hold an office. Whether it's exco or FA president, the people who know your worth, if you position yourself well, they will bring you in to, to contribute. And whilst you're making that contribution, when it is that people come up again to tell me, Neil, go and stand out, still check and say, how strongly have I worked myself into the fabric of our, or the tapestry of our football delegates. This is the delegates that decide. All right? And then there are influences of the delegates. So there are people who influence the delegates who may not be delegates themselves, but their voices carry probably more weight than even the guy with that thumb that is going to stick, stick, uh, paste it there for you. All right, Neil. Are you still interested? I mean, it's late in the day for the 2024, I mean, 2023 election, which comes up. Are you still interested in leading the Ghana FA? Well, I'm interested in helping Ghana football. If it leads me to the place Neil, of leading... No, I'm just saying Neil, to you, I'm are just... you... Are you still interested in leading the Ghana FA as its president? When the day comes, I'll decide. I might. I might not. But for me, it's not the be-all and end-all. That's what I'm saying. Mm. It's not the be-all and end-all. So for me, it's about what you want to do. Obama said it. That it's about what you want to do. Barack Obama I'm speaking about. So when he, he said he wanted to do... But as you do, all right, you become. So it begins with doing. I'm, I'm no longer thinking about what I want to be. It's what do I want to do? What do I want to do for Ghana football? What do I want Ghana football to be? So whoever is the president, I offer my service. I say, look, this, this is my mind about what Ghana football could be. I see your vision. I see where you're going. I, make, I want to make a contribution. In the process of making that contribution, you are, what, you are getting strong with the people, but you are more importantly making the contribution you believe you must make. Now, if you work with that mindset, at some point, you wouldn't be the one to say you're putting yourself forward. The people now genuinely, I use the word genuinely, will say Neil has made such a contribution to our mm. football. We think that he should be the one to lead our football. Very well. So I will take it on one leg because you gave us two options yeah. that it could happen and it, it could also go the other way. So yeah. I would rest on the one where it could happen. So Neil Armstrong Motagbe could put himself up for the Ghana FA presidency in the future. Yes, I could. Very well. Yes. I'm glad about that. Yes. Let's also now talk about um, you and serving the current administration led by Kurt Okreku. You've talked about wanting to always put yourself up there, bring your ideas on board, irrespective of whether you are the one in the saddle or not. That's right. What have you contributed to this current administration? Oh, heavily advisory, uh -huh. um, sometimes subtly, sometimes overtly. Uh, with the Ghana Football Schools for a school, the Ghana Football School project, for example, um, President Kurt asked me some thoughts or views about it, and I, I rendered those thoughts and views. Um, I've done several training programs for the, the current administration, went around the country uh, on a regional tour, uh, teaching our administrators, Division One clubs, Premier League clubs, some of the clubs in the regions, on how they could configure themselves to make some revenues out of their prosecution of the football uh, agenda. Um, I've also su supported the communications uh, outfit of the, of the FA in some of the work that, that they are doing. So in brief, those are some of the areas that have uh, made a contribution to this particular administration. So you have contributed. There's a lot of talk that has gone around about the true impact of Kurt Okreku's administration what he's done so far, I mean, um, in terms of developing the game, in terms of putting the structures right, 
Uh, where do you stand regarding that? Oh, I stand in a place where I look at where Ghana football got to in 2019 when the number 12 Expo say hit us. Uh, I say hit us like a volcano. Um, from the pictures that we saw, you had 77 of our referees. I think I got the figure. That's 77 or 78, but some, minimum 77. All apparently going through a certain test of what I'll call integrity. And again, per the pictures we saw, they're not measuring up to the standard expected. Referencing what we saw. Uh, because the law also has its place when it comes to evidence. I'm just referencing what we saw. That, for me, was one of the biggest blows to Ghana football because the referees are supposed to be independent arbiters of the game. So if it is that they are found to have been compromised, then it means that we have a challenge at the level of sporting integrity. You go to a football game with a certain excitement, you go with a certain expectation, you go with uncertainty. Uncertainty. The suspense of attending a game is part of the product or the entertainment product that we call football. Going to the stadium not knowing who is going to win. Going to the stadium not knowing what's going to happen. But here you have a case where it would appear that those who are to be independent arbiters were going to the stadium, all right, with results that were predetermined. Again, I'm choosing my words very carefully. That were apparently predetermined. That goes to the heart of sporting integrity. For me, that affected Ghana football in many... Some people even downplayed, but for me, it was the biggest hit out of the number 12 expose and created such a furore around our football. Our Ghana Football Associate Secretariat was described as a crime scene. How much lower can a brand sink? A brand sinks to that level. And FIFA step in. Say, based upon all that we see, based upon the calls from the government of Ghana or government of the day, let us set up a normalization process. So normalization came in. And after normalization, you have Mr. Keto Kreko elected as president. But look at the background on which he comes. A brand that has gotten so low. A brand that if I'm a head of marketing in a company, I'll struggle to want to associate with until I see that something significantly different is being done. Few months after you get into COVID-19, the president of the land shuts, the, uh, shuts football down. 